0: Seeing that it's a wacky world that we're living in in 2023, that uh, we live in an upside down world, a clown show, dumpster fire, Twilight Zone, let's just start off with a little bit of levity, why don't we? We are inching closer to the weekend after all, but when I talk about humor, I'm talking about politics, political humor, if you will, Lauren Boebert. Firebrand, MAGA, America First. Congresswoman from Colorado tweeted out yesterday afternoon, real men aren't women. Real men aren't women. And guess who took offense to that? Adam Kinzinger, who put hashtag fella. I don't know, that seems kind of not inclusive to me. I'm retweeting this for one reason. He's retweeting Lauren, Bo- uh, Lauren Bobert's tweet about real men aren't women. I'm retweeting this for one reason. At around 6.30 Central Time, Lauren decided to tweet this. Why? To anger, stir the pot, offend, and give people a dopamine hit, and raise money. No serious, mature debate just debasing of the whole profession, Twitter isn't even real. As Adam Kinzinger is picking a fight with Lauren Boebert on said Twitter. Well, Lauren Boebert is savage and her retort was sweet, brief, and devastating. Don't worry, Adam. I don't consider you A real man. Now, I wasn't there, but I can imagine what Adam Kinzinger did after that tweet. Welcome to Open Source News, folks. I am your brother. I am your host. My name is James, aka Black Conservative Patriot. Appreciate you being here. Let's continue with the news now that we've got our levity out of the way. Okay. Oh, I also want to show this one to you. (laughs) This is funny as well. Arguing the January 6th Capitol
1: attack was not a violent insurrection. By diving deep into the waters of conspiracy and cherry-picking from thousands of hours of security footage, Mr. Carlson told the bold-faced lie that the Capitol attack which we all saw with our own eyes,
0: was somehow not an attack at all. All right, so we've got a lot of Tucker Carlson coverage as of late, uh, but he hasn't shown any more footage. So until he shows some more footage or some new development from what uh, was revealed, we've got a lot other news to report on. Okay, but that being said... We do have to look at this important fact that was brought up by Tucker Carlson last night. So while stipulating that all
1: riots are bad because precision matters, facts matter, the truth matters. Here's the truth. More cops were injured by Kamala Harris's favorite mob, BLM, at the White House than were injured by Trump voters at the Capitol on January 6th. A lot more.
0: Results from the 2020 D.C. riots, Federal Protective Services, the Secret Service, and the Park Police reported that at least 180 officers were injured during the demonstrations, including concussions, lacerations, exposure to chemical gas, and severe burning. That is that. Those are the statistics from the government themselves, Secret Service, Park Police, and Federal Protective Services 180 officers were injured during the demonstrations in the 2020 D.C. riots. Tucker Carlson has a very important point here in this comparison that he's making.
1: So here's the key. We only remember one of them.
0: Why? Because the people in charge of
1: history are liars. Liars. And lying is bad. And on a national scale, it's deadly. It's corrosive of everything that is good in the country, including trust and your grasp on reality itself. If they don't believe it, they know you don't believe it, but by forcing you to repeat it, they degrade and control you. They make you less of a person.
0: They degrade you and make you less of a person. Thank you, Tucker. Now, Liz Cheney is doubling down on the narrative, the false narrative coming from the January 6th Committee and the entire establishment, uniparty, deep state, With this tweet yesterday morning, if House GOP wants new January 6th hearings, bring it on. Let's replay every witness and all the evidence from last year. But this time, those members who sought pardons and or hid from subpoenas should sit on the... uh, I don't know what that means, dice. So they can be confronted on live TV with unassailable evidence. I don't know what she means by D-A-I-S. I am low IQ... So please fill me in down below, folks. I would comment something to her. But uh, as you can see, oh, have I been reinstated? Is this new? Let's see. Now, uh, my account is still. By the way, if anyone wants to anyone wants to go ahead and help your brother James BCP out, uh, maybe you can at Elon Musk and ask him to please uh, reinstate black conservative patriot. My petitions and my requests have gone ignored. It's at black underscore C underscore patriot. Much appreciated. Okay, folks, uh, this was interesting. Saw this a couple days ago. There's a veterans group that the day after Tucker Carlson on Monday had his J6 footage go viral and crazy. Vote vets put out a scathing attack on Fox News, Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, and Laura Ingram. For putting out false propaganda, and they want U.S. militaries to stop airing Fox News on military bases because that is dangerous to our troops. Of course, I don't think about vote vets, but if I were a betting man, I'd probably put a bet that it's, you know, is maybe backed by there's like Media Matters or some other Georgie Porgy or deep state Democrat backed group funding this. And it's not at all organic. And of course, they're silent on the propagandizing that CNN does. But uh, that's okay. They don't care about people in the airports as much. Speaking of Twitter, they are also trying to go after Elon Musk. The latest thing now, and this is a total affront to freedom of speech, freedom of the press... And transparency, Joe Biden's FTC is now investigating Elon Musk's internal communications. This is absolute tyranny and Marxism. Just another example of it. The FTC has demanded Twitter Inc. turn over internal communications related to owner Elon Musk, as well as detailed information about layoffs, citing concerns that staff reductions could compromise the company's ability to protect users. Documents viewed by the Wall Street Journal show. In 12 letters sent to Twitter and its lawyers since Mr. Musk's October 27th takeover, the FTC also asked the company to identify all journalists granted access to company records and to provide information about the launch of the revamped Twitter Blue subscription service, the documents show. The FTC is also seeking to depose Mr. Musk in connection with the probe. Once again, this is the absolute weaponization of Of the federal government and the tyrant Joe Biden. Who's a puppet for the tyrants behind the scenes. This is a total tyrant move. Wow. Absolutely wow. Now of course. Elon Musk wasn't silent. When this news came out. Because the big part of it. Is there the administration of Joe Biden, demanding that Elon Musk explain why he allowed journalists access to the Twitter file. Elon's reply, a shameful case of weaponization of a government agency for political purposes and suppression of the truth. Once again, it's not just Tucker Carlson who's going through this. Even the richest man in the world has to fight the deep state. Okay, folks, I touched on it this morning. We've got a little bit more details about the nine boxes of classified documents that were found in Boston. Let me uh, let me play this information for you. Nine more boxes of documents
1: received from the office of Joe Biden's attorney up in Boston. According to the librarians who took the boxes, these boxes actually came from the Penn Biden Center. They were moved across state lines to Massachusetts before
0: the search last November. Hmm. What happened last November? Oh yeah, that's right. We just had a little thing called a midterm election. The search that they kept secret until after the election. And now they're
1: being held in a secure area at the JFK Presidential Library in Boston.
0: We're told no one's opened the boxes yet, but all nine of the boxes moved from the Penn Biden Center before the search and have now been found. Hmm. Hmm. And Merrick Garland and the rest of those rat bastards in D.C. and the DOJ say, we apply the law uniformly as they knew about all this. And once again, this was hidden before the election. But they raided President Trump, who was cooperating. Speaking of President Trump, this is what he truthed out in regards to all of this. News alert. Many boxes of Biden documents found in Boston. This information was known prior to the midterm elections, but not reported due to political ramifications. The National Archives has done nothing. When will Jack Smith and the Gestapo stop harassing Trump people? Witch hunt. They're never going to stop harassing. President Trump or we Trump supporters. Not until they are out of office or, better yet, their asses are in jail. Pardon my French. All right, folks. One of the great legacies of President Trump is what he has done for the judiciary, for the judicial branch of the United States. His legacy will be in the many, many appointments to the bench. That he was able to do because Obama didn't do it and wanted to leave it for Hillary Clinton. And that has been an absolute blessing, which is going to pay dividends for generations to come. One of them, one of the judges, is T. Kent Wetherall. He's a judge on the United States District Court for the Northern District of Florida. And he was appointed and nominated by President Trump. And this is why this, I'm uh, letting you know that he's a Trump appointee because he has come through for America. Federal judge has ruled that Biden's border policies are unlawful and are just a speed bump for illegal immigrants. A federal judge in Florida yesterday struck down the Biden administration's use of parole to mass release migrants into the U.S. interior finding the practice unlawful and accusing the administration of turning the border into a meaningless line in the sand. That's right, CBP, Border Patrol, ICE, they're just a welcoming committee. There's just a line in the sand, an arbitrary border. Everyone's welcome in. As Mallorca says, we are enforcing our borders. We're doing what we're supposed to do. No, they are literally breaking the law. Once again, a lot has been done since the two months, roughly since Kevin McCarthy's become Speaker, but still, no impeachment of Majorcus. Why is that? Judge T. Kent Wetherall ruled in response to a lawsuit from the state of Florida which alleged administration's mass release of tens of thousands of migrants via humanitarian parole into alternative to detention known as parole plus ADT is unlawful. In a scathing opinion yesterday, Weatherall stated the Biden administration had effectively turned the southwest border into a meaningless line in the sand and little more than a speed bump for aliens flooding into the country. He also ruled that the policies implemented by the Biden administration, including catch and release, had contributed to the degradation of the border as a means to keep illegal, immig- illegal migrants out. It's just like opening the, uh, the, the the cell doors in a jail and saying, yeah, we're running the jail but you're not running what the jail's purpose is. Bad example, but I think you understand what I'm trying to relay here. Quote, Today's ruling ruling affirms what we have known all along. President Biden is responsible for the border crisis and his unlawful immigration policies make this country less safe. A federal judge is now ordering Biden to follow the law and his administration should immediately begin securing the border to protect the American people. That came from the Attorney General Ashley Moody, a Republican, uh, the Attorney General of Florida. Okay, so great news. Thank you once again, President Trump, uh, for appointing these great people. Speaking of Florida, we gotta give Ron DeSantis uh credit for thinking outside the box and being a great governor. By the way, if you're new around here, we are a MAGA channel, we are America First Channel we are solidly on the Trump train. Doesn't mean we don't uh, cover DeSantis, especially when he does brilliant and witty things like this. Ron DeSantis would run a boat from the Bahamas to allow the world's number one tennis player into the U.S. so he can play in the Miami Open. Things might have run out for Novak, Let me uh, make this bigger. To be admitted to play in the Indian Wells Open, which is in California, but U.S. politicians, notably Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, are lobbying for regulations to change to allow the world's number one player into the country in time for the Miami Open. The U.S. still requires international uh, uh, visitors to be injected, and the Serbian, who has previously said he remains uninjected, confirmed he had applied for special permission to enter the country ahead of both tournaments. However, Indian Wells organizers announced Sunday that Novak had withdrawn from the tournament where main draw play began yesterday. DeSantis said he would run a boat from the Bahamas for Novak to compete in the Miami Open Tennis Tournament later this month. I would run a boat from the Bahamas here for him. I would do that 100%, DeSantis said at a press conference yesterday. I think as people are looking at it, I'm not sure that's the way they want to come into the country, which I understand. I think it'd be a great moment. But, you know, nevertheless, I mean, Joe Biden can open the border for unvetted and uninjected illegal aliens. But the number one player who is willing to succumb to other to cooperate in other things to come in isn't allowed because he's uninjected while we're flooded with. Hundreds of thousands of uh, and over a million now of millions of uninjected people. Like I said at the beginning of this uh, episode, we live in an upside down Mickey Mouse clown show dumpster fire of the United States because of the current regime. All right. Juniorette had put up a video. I believe it was yesterday. All the days are melding together for me. Uh. And when I originally did the title and thumbnail, I put that Ted Cruz would make a great vice president. Now, I wasn't saying that he should be the vice presidential pick. I'm just saying because he was so dead on in support of President Trump and in his border policies. Well, now Carrie Lake, once again, is coming up uh, as a VP pick for President Trump. Axios had a pretty good article here, which I think can start a conversation, which is what I want to do. Trump is strongly considering picking a female running mate and sees Carrie Lake as a model for his vice presidential pick according to people who discussed the topic with him. So, this is hearsay, but I want your thoughts. Obviously, we know where we want Carrie Lake to be ASAP, but if that doesn't happen, what are your thoughts about her being a vice presidential pick for, for President Trump? Or would it be more powerful if she's able to win her case and be in the governor mansion of Arizona? Trump is already gaming out the general election in November, next November, and he has a massive weakness with the white suburban women he would need to beat President Biden. By the way, this isn't true. Oh, I don't know. It seems to me that white women, white suburban women, love President Trump. Unless, of course, they are leftist and have been indoctrinated. As a matter of fact, the other day, do I have it here? I'm trying to do this on the one that's over there. The other day, I live uh, on a cul-de-sac and the homes, we have a, a common mailbox. So I go into the mailbox to get my mail and I saw that one of my neighbors had left the key in the mailbox and their mail. So as a good neighbor, I opened up the mail, their mailbox, took out their mail, locked it, went over and delivered their key they left in the mailbox and the mail they had not gotten. I happen to be wearing my Trump 2024 red hat. White suburban woman. Blonde. I just say that so, you know, it's about as white as you can get. And she said, I love your hat. Now, of course, that's anecdotal, but I highly doubt this white suburban uh, woman don't like President Trump You know, once again, that has to do with the leftist-leaning. And not all white women in America are leftist-leaning. Anywho, Lake, who, according to Axios, has currently lost her race, meet Trump's most important qualifications for being number two. She has shown a willingness to defend him vociferously. But, according to Trump's friends, she has a downside she could upstage him. And according to the people close to Trump, according to Axios, he doesn't like to be upstaged. So that might not work. A better pick for women uh, might be Nikki Haley or Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders or South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem. Of those four, who would you like to see? And let's just take Carrie Lake out of it. Would you have see Sarah Huckabee Sanders, or do you want her to finish what she's uh, doing currently in the great state of Arkansas? Do you want to see Nikki Haley? Don't think that's going to happen. She's not loyal. Or Kristi Noem, who a lot of people would actually even like to see. Not a, not MAGA people, but there are some people who are open to her, even running for the main office herself. Give me your thoughts down below. I'm curious. All right, folks. This... I found to be very, very interesting. The other day, Judge Napolitano was on the Joe Hoft show and he shared a conversation he had with President Trump in which President Trump was spooked. Spooked to the point, according to Judge Napolitano, that President Trump backed out of something that he said he would do. Let me play this. And then let's talk about it.
1: it uh, it's, it's not just one party. Obama perfected the use of the CIA as a private army. Remember, the CIA reports directly to the president. There's no, no other chain of command in there. Bush, George W., perfected the CIA as his personal torturer's And they reported directly to him. What the CIA uh, has become is a monstrosity. It's a a government unto uh, its own. Uh, Even Trump, uh, who railed against them, was unable to control them. Um, They are totally out of control. They answer to, to no one. Their budget is secret in defiance of the Constitution, which says that no money shall be spent from the Treasury, except that which is recorded in a public journal. Um, they kill whoever they want, they torture whoever they want, they do whatever the president tells them without any sense of morality or or transparency or lawfulness, just like this blowing up in the Nord Stream pipeline. What's next? What are they packing with plastic explosives now waiting for the president to give uh, the go-ahead? answer, who knows? Only they know. Only the president knows.
0: I played that minute or so before the revelation about President Trump so you can see in what context they were taught, in what context this was brought up so they're talking about the CIA and how the CIA is a murder machine how they act with impunity now let's get to the revelation about President Trump per Judge Napolitano
1: what really happened that day It was the 1991 release of the movie JFK by director Oliver Stone that revived conspiracy theories and prompted a new law ordering the classified documents related to the Kennedy assassination be released by October 2017. But then President Donald Trump pushed back the release date, citing national security concerns. And we just received uh, this information that came out from... um, Couple couple months ago, maybe it was only a month ago, where they where it was related to CIA, related to JFK, and they're still refusing to release three thousand pages of documents or three thousand documents or something like that. But it seemed to time. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a story about about JFK, yeah, okay. and then I and then after yeah. run. Yeah. So Trump, as you know, I was privileged to be consulted by him many many times during his presidency on the phone. He twice consulted me and interviewed me for the Supreme court another story for another time. But in one of our interviews, he said to me, don't forget, I'm going to release the JFK files. I said, well, I'm not going to forget it, Mr. President. On the contrary, I'm going to remind you. The last conversation we had while he was in the white house, which is now about two weeks or 10 days before Joe Biden is being inaugurated. I reminded him of this. He said to me, yes, you're quite correct, Judge. I did say that. But if you saw what I saw, you wouldn't release it either. And someday when we're not on a phone call with 15 other people listening, meaning people in the White House, I will tell you what I saw.
0: Now, of course, this is anecdotal. And I don't think I have any reason to doubt Napolitano on this because Trump did say that he would release it. And then he didn't. Not all of it. And he could have. So what spooked him? What did he see? What did he learn? Folks, let me just tell you real quick and then I'll play the last part of this conversation. The CIA is very powerful. Remember, they were talking about the CIA and their ability to commit murder and crimes and get away with it without any oversight. And then... Judge Napolitano tells this tale. What did President Trump see in there? I don't know, folks. Maybe it's perhaps the same information why President Trump didn't go after the Clintons and maybe why after all of the push that he did at the end of 2020 and the beginning of 2021, at the end of the day, he just walked away from his fight and then Joe Biden came into the Oval Office. They don't call them spooks for nothing.
1: Now, what the hell did he see? JFK's brains blown open. I don't know. Whatever it was, it terrified him. It was one of the strongest characters I've ever known in my life, and suddenly he became afraid. Afraid to follow through on a promise he made—not just to me, he made it to the American public at yeah. times. That had a to be the story. CIA. That's that's a shocker.
0: Muy muy interesante. Once again, put your thoughts down below. Okay, there was another revelation. I thought this was very, very interesting as well. I, we talked about Kerry Lake, and Kerry Lake came in first in the CPAC uh, straw poll for, uh, for vice presidential pick for President Trump. We also know that President Trump uh, came in first in the straw poll for president. Ron DeSantis came in second. And even though Fox News showed Nikki Haley with her 3%, it actually wasn't uh, her who came in at third. It was relatively uh, the relatively unknown businessman who is so relatively unknown that I'm drawing a blank and can't remember his name. Now, in a conversation over at Fox Business, Vivek said this about CPAC. And how these are, according to him, there's shenanigans when it comes to the CPAC straw poll, and that they offered him something very interesting if he was willing to pay up. Let me play this for you. There's also a little funny little secret I learned, Stuart. I'm new to this as an outsider. One of the things you see as an outsider is how corrupt this system is. You know something
1: funny about this? I've attended CPAC before. I didn't know it works this way. A consultant calls my campaign shortly after I declare and says, hey, we can get you up to number two on there if you pay a few hundred thousand dollars. Really? I was shocked. The one that people yeah. in the industry, its politics in industry, people make so much money off of this that one of the things I'm going to be doing throughout this campaign is exposing it. Because you know what? I didn't get to where I am by actually just getting exploited. And I think the American people actually deserve to see the sausage getting made. Did you pay? Absolutely not. I mean, that is fake. So why why would I want to get bumped up to number two?
0: I said I would take my speaking. I said I would take my speaking slot instead. Do you believe him or do you believe this uh, or do you believe that CPAC is above board? What are your thoughts? Again, I'm curious. Put it down below. My fellow patriots, appreciate you being here with me as we go through these wacky news stories. Put your thoughts down below. Do you believe Judge Napolitano? Do you believe that CPAC is to be bought and sold, your position in the straw poll? And give me your comments on any other story that we covered. Your engagement with us, especially on YouTube, really helps us in the algorithm. Please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. The best thing you can do is press the like button and share the link to this on social media. That'll really help us out. Hit the notification bell. And if you're listening to this or watching this on Spotify and listening to it on one of those podcast formats, please go ahead and put the follow button or whatever else will indicate on that platform that you are a subscriber or a follower of of this podcast. Uh, Folks, please don't forget that we have other programming. The links to everything are down below. Once again, I am James, the Black Conservative Patriot. Thanks for being here. Until the next one, ciao, goodbye, and God bless.